And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Tuesday, January 31st, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. been hosting this show for four off-seasons, three seasons, been writing about the Twins at TwinsDaily.com for four seasons and four off-seasons. And today on the show, we have a very special guest, Dick Bramer, the voice of the Twins since 1983. Join us today graciously from the car on today's episode, which is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. You can make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown today to get started. They are the official sportsbook of Lockdown. Like, subscribe, comment on the video to the channel. You can follow me on Twitter at NashWalker9. You can follow the show at Lockdown Twins. I hope you enjoy this interview. Let me know what you think, and thank you so much for watching. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So excited. Dick Bramer here with us today in the car. And Dick just got back. Winter Caravan, Diamond Awards, so much going around this time of year as we get ready for spring training. Dick, how was that? The Diamond Awards did a phenomenal job winter caravan it is an exciting time how'd that go well it's all uh, it was all fun it always has been but uh, maybe more so this year uh, simply because we weren't able to have diamond awards in person for the last couple of uh, years because of the pandemic uh, we weren't able to have twins fast for the last couple of years we weren't able to go out on caravan so all of it was uh, quite cathartic for those of us who really consider those events and some other events as kind of the ramp up for the uh for the baseball season so we're charged up and ready to go what's your favorite part of the caravan i you know it's great for me because i grew up here uh in the upper midwest so wherever i go i ran into a friend of mine a former friend to be fair in brookings south dakota i hadn't seen him in more than 50 years I uh, didn't know he was going to be there, so it, it's uh, a homecoming of sorts for me to go out, whether it's, you know, Duluth, Grand Forks, Sioux Falls, Brookings, Mankato. I get a chance to see friends and family along the way, and uh, just to get the sense that, you know, everybody else is ready for baseball, too, not just the broadcasters and the players. The fans, too, are ready to get a new season started. Twins offseason got off to a slow start, wondering what's going to happen with Carlos Correa, ultimately ends up back in a Twins uniform. What was your reaction to the saga, Dick, and then to seeing that Correa was coming back? Well, it's twice now he's managed to get my jaw to drop. The first time was last <laughs> March when uh, we were uh, waiting to get down to Fort Myers for spring training to start, and I got up early, turned on my laptop, and saw that he had signed a what turned out to be a one-year deal with the Twins, and I couldn't believe I had to blink my eyes a few times to read the story on the Internet and finally believe it. And the, kind of the same thing happened now here in recent weeks. He was signed and sealed but not delivered for both the Giants and the Mets, and lo and behold, he ended up with the Twins, which immediately made the Twins much more relevant for the 2023 season. It should be an interesting time. They added some defense as well. And Christian Vasquez, Joey Gallo in the outfield, Michael A. Taylor 
Dick, last year, I think, impressed with Gio Rochella at third base. We all were. But how do you think the team's going to improve defensively in 2023? Well, it like the 2022 season, will depend on how healthy uh, the team is. Uh, um, you know, if this is a, can be a really good defensive team if Jorge Polanco is healthy at second base, if Byron's healthy in center field. Uh, I think we'll be interested to see how much more mobility Jose Miranda has third base. I kind of get the sense that we'll be seeing at least a little bit of Joey Gallo at first base. Um, you know, we we're excited about the improved pitching staff. And one of the reasons this pitching staff, I think will be improved is because they, uh, they're going to have a much better defensive ball club. Twins brought in Pablo Lopez. You had a chance to meet Pablo. What was your impression of him as a person? Well, I just got a chance to meet him briefly during the uh, Friday night uh, uh, Twins Fest uh, live event. Um, more impressively, and I've not seen him pitch, but when uh, we got word that this trade would be coming down, uh, I happened to be discussing a lot of things with Jim Cott, who saw him pitch last year. So I asked Jim about him, and he said he really, really liked him. I've talked to some of the uh, Miami broadcasters. Uh, they really like both how he pitches and how he conducts himself off the mound. So we're really looking forward to his addition being a great addition for this Twins team. How do you think the Twins are going to fill in for the production loss with Luis Arise going to Miami? Well, it's interesting, you know, that Luis probably going to win some batting titles now in the National League, right? D.J. LeMay, who's the only guy who's done that, won a title in each league. So I expect Louie will uh, win uh, bat or at least contend for them in whatever league he's in. But he really became a man without a position if, you know, Jorge Polanco is healthy at second base. If Miranda has to play, if he's healthy, is at third base. If Gallo's going to play, maybe it'll be at first base. He kind of uh, was a man without one true position. It's odd that someone would win a batting title as a utility guy, but that's kind of what he became. He filled in where he was needed and filled in very well, too, at first base. Everybody knows he's not a first baseman, but he did not commit an error over there. Mm. So, um, you know, he's he's an atypical player in today's game because he is a contact hitter. He does put the ball in play. He's very entertaining to watch. I'm going to miss him maybe more personally than professionally because I just, you know, love the love the man uh, also of the ball player. But uh, if you're going to add quality to your team, you have to give up quality uh, to obtain that uh, quality. So they traded a really good uh, hitter for someone they hope will be a really good pitcher. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Lockdown because they're the number one sports book in America. That's FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. I like the Twins to go over 84 and a half wins. And the best thing of all, you can use 
you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Staff looks deeper this year with Lopez. Hopefully, Mally's healthy. Hopefully, Joe Ryan and, and Bailey Ober and Kenta Maeda comes back healthy. Rotation looks a lot deeper than it was, hopefully, in 2022. Dick, I got your book. Barnes and Noble still selling at Barnes and Noble and get it wherever you get your books. What's been the response to this? Cause I know just front to back so much knowledge for a young fan like me, so valuable to learn about twins history through you. Well, it was a fun project to work on. I'm, I'm amazed that people actually write for a living. This was just a <laughs> kind of a spontaneous thing for me when I'm broadcasting, I think of something, I say it, it's uh, on the air unless it was, uh, really profound or really stupid it it it, it doesn't uh, get uh, resurfaced uh, except on youtube every once in a while right but in writing the book it was it was really interesting how i would write something read it rewrite it read it rewrite it so on and so forth so i don't know how guys do that on a regular basis sports writers have uh, earned my respect because of that the response has been really good it was uh, again, uh, uh, when I was out on caravan, some people wanted to, uh, for me to sign the book, had some really nice things to say about it. So it was a fun project to work on. I've told people there will not be a sequel. I don't think I'm going to be broadcasting for another 35 years. So uh, uh, take it for what it is. And for those who have enjoyed it, uh, it makes it worthwhile for me to have written it. We sure hope you do for the next 35 years. And I know writing about the World Series teams, obviously, I'm sure was super special for you. Did anything surprise you to write about? Like anything that made you more excited writing about it? Well, when I started the project, I had no idea it was going to be as personal as it became. And so as I started writing the stories or the stitches, um, I kind of, you know, left myself bare, if you will. I, I've told everything that uh, maybe most people didn't know about me, that I'm adopted, so on and so forth. I've had some health issues that I've fought through to continue uh, on in my career. And, uh, yeah, there, you know, it turned out to be a much more, uh, much more revelatory, I guess, than I thought it would be when I just wanted to tell some baseball stories. But, personal in nature dick for me and my generation and so many generations grew up with you calling games and for me specifically as a young man joe mauer justin morneau what's it like having justin in the booth with you now after calling games for him for so many years well it's interesting because of what i found over the years working with so many people that so many of them are good when i didn't really have high expectations i didn't think Tom Kelly was going to be a very good analyst in the booth and he was outstanding. Mm -hmm. And my only reason for saying that was Tom didn't enjoy being, uh, having to deal with the media. And then he became a part of the media mm -hmm. and was really, really good in the booth. Similarly, we never heard Justin talk very much when he played, you know, the old cliche, he talked with his bat. Right. And when he was doing interviews, the, answers responses were usually 13 to 15 seconds little sound bites but he's just embraced this new role uh so comfortably um more comfortably than i think anyone even justin would have uh, expected so uh, 
the lesson to be learned for someone like me is regardless of what you think you know about a person, sometimes they uh, do a much better job in an uncomfortable role once they become comfortable with it. And it didn't take Justin very long to feel comfortable uh, in the broadcast booth. Are you looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays. I know my goal is to eat a little bit healthier throughout 2023. Built Bars, they're a great choice to do that. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Bill does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy, only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to a Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie, batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Built Bar is the best taste. You two certainly have the chemistry as well up there. Joe Maurer, inducted into the Twins Hall of Fame, the other side of that, Eminem boys. Do you believe, Dick, Joe Maurer is a Hall of Famer? That, uh, you know, catchers just didn't do. Uh, won three gold gloves, was one of the most athletic catchers of all time, won three batting titles. I mean, these are historic things. No one, no American League catcher had ever won a batting title, and he won three of them, a league MVP. I think the credentials are there, and I don't think the wait will be very long when he uh, comes on uh, the ballot next year. He may be a, a first ballot Hall of Famer as well. Twins moving on. It looks like with Miguel Sano, still a free agent. Dick, do you think the current roster, Luis Arise, obviously in Miami, they're hoping Alex Kirilov takes over some time at first base. Do you think they could use another big right-handed bat on the roster, also trading Gio Rochelle we mentioned earlier? Uh, I don't see that happening, but as I said, I didn't see Carlos Correa resigning right. with the Twins either. Uh, I, I think the best thing for Miguel Sano, frankly, would be a change of scenery. And I don't have a clue where that might be. But I, 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 you know, Miguel, well, let me put it this way. This Twins team needs to get off to a good start this year. Mm -hmm. Miguel has always been a notoriously slow starter. And in a new environment, whether it's Kansas City, some other team, well, they might be able to sit through the, the strikeouts that are way too frequent in April and May in the hopes that by June and July he's figured some things out then maybe there's some trade value there for a team that would be looking for a prospect in return but I, I don't I don't think things would be much different for Miguel early in the season in a twins uniform and then things would begin for him to snowball and the fan base as well so I don't see that there's uh, return engagement with Miguel Sano. Dick Brammer, a couple more questions for you. Thanks so much for joining us. What do you? What are your expectations for 2023 as far as Twins storylines, Twins identity, and kind of factor that into the American League Central as well and what we saw with the Guardians and White Sox last year? Well, my hope is that it will be, you know, this guy's a really good player. He just hasn't been able to stay on the field. And I think 
you can apply that hope to Byron Buxton, certainly, Alex Kirilov. We all know that when Jorge Palau, without the infusion of talent from outside the organization during the offseason, the Pablo Lopez's, you want to put Correa in that group, you can, Joey Gallo. I think, you know, people are going to be reminded, well, there's a reason, you know, the Twins are, have felt so highly about Alex Kirilov all these years. Look what he can do when he's healthy. And uh, the reports are so far he's been healthy. Uh, the hope is that Byron will stay healthy. Uh, so if this team, the nucleus, if it's healthy, can still be a very formidable nucleus, and then you add Correa and Gallo and some of the other people, and suddenly this Twins team could look uh, very much like a, a contender, not only to win a division, but to do some damage in the playoffs. Jose Miranda is so good in 2021 in the minors. I think blown away by the adjustments he made after that slow start in uh, in April and May. Dick, what were your impressions of Jose in his first season, and what does that tell you about his potential in the future? Well, when he hits the ball, it stays hit for a while. Uh, he's very strong. He uses the whole field more than some of the other younger players that we've seen. Great power to right center field. And speed is not a part of his game. But as I said before, he's been working out uh, rigorously, vigorously in the offseason. Uh, he's hired a nutritionist to try to trim down a little bit. And so if he can have that maybe quicker first step that comes in handy for third baseman all the time, uh, I think he can be at least a, an average defender at third base, and the bat plays. I mean, he really looks like he's going to be a run producer for the Twins for many years to come. Dick Bramer, the voice of the Twins, thank you so much. Safe travels to you and your family. Enjoy your time, and uh, we'll hear from you in Fort Myers. Thanks so much, Dick. You got it.